Do It Your Damn Self is a podcast that explores the movers and shakers of history and today's world who never took no for an answer. Author Jada Taylor discusses everything from music to TV to literature and the people who did it themselves their own way. Greetings, everybody. My name is Jada Taylor, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear my podcast, Do It Your Damn Self, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many other outlets. So come and join this party, sis. I can't wait to host you. What's going on, world? It's the one and only DJ Chase. You're now locked into the pregame party mix podcast every week on that Anchor app, anchor.fm, DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. Get exclusive video content on that YouTube channel, DJ Chase TV on that YouTube. Lock in artists, brands, creatives. You know the vibes, man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. You're now listening. Let's go. You're now in the mix with the Worldwide Sounds Records. Every day, DJ Chase, lock it in. You know the vibe. It's official. official. Come on. Lock in with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. Welcome, baby. Period. Yeah. Line them up, shut them down. They saying we run the town. They say that I'm a king, I've never been so motivated Worldwide click, put it down, we the Oakland Raiders Rappers telling lies, they really want to block the haters But I'm on my grind, pushing hard until the cops shake us Homie, it's the bag, I never had the fast though Bank account full, see they asking for a handout Elevator high, lay back on a yacht though Summertime feel, or I see they want to fight though Homie, I know goons who will bury you for life though Never really cared about your feelings, you should lay low No spin on this grind day one, you better let them know Seeing what's in front is the way I'm gonna ride the wave Nothing in the past, I reminisce the better days Look toward the sky for the blessings that I'm on stage Look, I love the game, it made me a renegade These New York clips tell these rappers they should all pray Line them up, shut them down, no really, I run the town Got chased to hold me down, the city I want the crown They feel it when I'm around, too really can dumb it down Yo Chase, you hear them now, they saying we run the town Line them up, shut them down, no really, I run the town Got chased to hold me down, the city I want the crown They feel it when I'm around, too really can dumb it down Yo Chase, you hear me now, they saying we run the town It's not a secret how I do it, I just get it and go No task to be the best, let the industry know Cause the truth is back in business, one taking these hits Cause the truth is like a cell locked down in the pits It's like the game is in my palm in a lyrical sense Cause I feel like Machiavelli never died from these clips I'm having dreams, I went to heaven, seen Biggie and Pop It's about time to tell the critics all the violence to stop Now my music's on display for the fans to leak out Information about our lives, crack, show them the route I lead you down that alley, look your brains will leak out Cause the hood is something valid, prepare to move out Cause it's nothing but the jungle, two seconds from hell And everybody want a shot, we rebuilding the rock Cause the industry's in need of an artist that's real That way, if beef was real, I could show you the steel Line them up, shut them down, no really, I run the town Got chased to hold me down, the city, I want the crown They feel it 
Radio Chase, you hear them now, they saying we run the town Line them up, shut them down, no really I run the town Got Chase to hold me down, the city I want the crown They feel it when I'm around, too gritty, can't dumb it down Yo Chase, you hear me now, they saying we run the town Yeah, man, it's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast, 17 podcast networks, man. Uh, Dynasty Radio, Monday nights, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., man, on that YouTube, DJ Chase TV. And we got a very, very special guest that I, I've been looking forward to this interview for two weeks now. My guy, Mr. Abner A.B. Garcia in the building from the show 60 Days In. What's going on, bro? How you doing, my brother? Now taking it easy. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> man, you are a legend, bro. Listen, I'm a... I, my wife put me on to the show, and I got a, I got hooked on it. You know what I'm saying? I got hooked on the show, man. And um, I'm very honored. I wanted, I want to think, give a big shout out to my guy TDI for setting this up because he definitely yes. didn't have to do that. TDI music, <laughs> of course, of course, of course, man. And um, you know, once again, uh, first of all, I like to do this: tell the people who you are and tell the people where you're from. My name's uh, Abner Garcia, and uh, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. But I was born in Bellevue Hospital on Puerto Rican. And uh, my family has much diversity, but I'm Puerto Rican. And um, I spent a few years upstate New York, back and forth from Buffalo to Brooklyn, to federal prison, state prison. So, you know, um, actively a chaplain, New York State chaplain, probably the only ex-felon chaplain uh, verified by New York State uh, chaplain agency. Copy, copy, man. And OG, I want to ask this, man. First and foremost, you know, I know prior to that, uh, you were in the Latin Kings. Uh, you know, yeah. Were you one of the original members with King Tone, or you just was you was under them? Yeah, yo, actually, I was locked up even with King Tone. He's a good friend of mine. You know, I did an interview with him, Mike San, Michael Santos, from out of California, which is a he's an ex gang member too. Mm-hmm. They like they like thirty years, but. I was a Latin King and I was in the 90s. So I'm 47. So pretty much when it basically started and uh, yeah. King King Blood brought it from Chicago here. Copy, copy, man. And, you know, what point did you realize? Well, what, what, first of all, what, why did you... I know during that time in the early 80s and the 70s, everybody was in the gang. You know, my, my lineage comes from the Black Spades and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that. What made you want to, you know, join the Latin Kings? What made you want to be a part of that? It was, it was not what made me. It was more my lifestyle, the way I was living. You know, I was brought up in a... In poverty, you know what I mean. Every it, it was either balancing with my mom and six kids, single mom. Either it was either summertime when we we keep the the light on, or yeah. it was winter time when we keep the gas on. You know, we were we were poor, so in and out of prison, starting in the juvenile facilities, Spotfield, Lincoln Hall, you know, different facilities till you graduate, like they say. I was more like in the local gang. So I was in a gang around my block in Brooklyn. Then when I went upstate, I was in a gang up there called Test Street Boys. Yeah. And, and, and I was like, everywhere I went was, it was chaos or whatever, you know? And like they say, misery pretty much loves company. And when you're miserable and you're living in that life, that was the first 
place that that I went to just it was just it just came natural. Like you go to prison, they know you in there, you either cutting somebody, doing something, and they reached out to me and pretty much it was like I didn't even have to get initiated because I was just buff wow. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I I would put in work like they say, you know, I was gone, lost, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how much time did you um spend? I you know, I don't want to get too personal. How much time did you spend in Yeah, no, it's all right. No, I got my paperwork, don't worry. Got you, um, got you. <laughs> um I spent from nineteen ninety, I was actually looking at my paperwork the other day, because I'm I'm gonna be getting dual citizenship to Canada. Oh and, nice. Um, they wanted my paperwork and everything because you can't have a DUI, you can't be a child molester, none of that. But yeah. other than that, you could pretty much be anyone and go there. But I want to say from 1990, 1990 to all the way from my last felony, which was 2009. That was the mm. last time I committed a crime. I didn't spend no more than, than one full year. I didn't spend a full year from... From 1990 to 2009, I never spent a full year in the street. Oh, so okay. it was. So you kept going back and forth. Oh yeah, it was okay. either eight months, you know, eight months in the county, uh, three years, five flat, three posts, seven years in the feds, 84 months. But I want to stay. I want to spend a combined time of almost like 15, 16 years, like you know, with five county the minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, man. it was, it was. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. And and one of the things too is what made you want to leave the gang? What made you want to, you know, just say, you know what, I'm through with this life. I'm yeah. a civilian now. What made you want to become a civilian? Well, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is probably the first interview I ever say this. And you know, before I even wrote a book, I wrote two. I came out in one book, but I wrote one book, and um, I never mentioned it, but. Spiritually, when I found God, it was not just saying, hey, man, you know, you go to church and, you know, you grow wings and the next day you a saint. That's not what happened with me. What happened with me was I was a stick-up kid, you know, mm -hmm. and now I could, I could speak about it because either they're deceased or either they're doing life in prison. Yeah. So before I could never speak about it because, you know, not everybody's happy because, you know, you're happy. And, um... When I was incarcerated, I, I came home. This was uh, 2005, and I was with a friend of mine, Angel Torres. He's from upstate New York. He's dead now. Mm -hmm. But um, me and him used to pretty much stick people up. It doesn't matter. Whoever came, and, and, and knowing anybody that's from upstate knows that anybody that comes from the city, you come in to drop off or whatever. So stick up, you know, just, you know. So I was living that life, and... um. I want to say, in 2005, I ended up going to prison and spending seven years. But when I did that and came home, two weeks before that, before I came home, my, my man came home. He came from upstate and I came from the feds. So we had did some things and I had clapped at some kids, you know, they weren't kids, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they shot at me and I shot at them and it came to the point that I shot one of them in the arm and I pretty much, everywhere I saw him on sight, yeah. I would let off, I would let off. I didn't care if it was broad daylight, if he had kids, I didn't care. I didn't care if the police was around the corner. Yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was basically full blown war. So me and my man, you know, we did that and you know, he ended up going to jail and I went to jail for another case. And um, we came home. When I came home, 
he had already been home maybe for about a month. Mm-hmm. So he had got a plug or whatever. You know, he was on his feet. You know, he had a couple of whips, motorcycles, jewelry. Yeah, he's working. You know? Yeah, he's working. Yeah. yeah, he was he was getting that 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 work. Yeah, he's getting in there. Yeah, weight. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I saw him one day at the club, and um. I was with him right there, you know. We went in in the bathroom. He was talking to this dude. He had beef with. He smacked him up, pistol whipped, and took his chain. And we just went right to the bar, drinking like nine, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, and it was it was just that's crazy. Typical, you know. We go in the club. The bouncer checks us, you know. Slide the the, the burners through the window in the bathroom. Boom, <laughs> we in the we in the club strapped. So dudes yeah. know, you know. So I was with him and. He ended up, we ended up saying, yo, let's get out of here. Let's go to another spot. So that that same night, that not even 20 minutes, his phone was blowing up and he ended up leaving. I know he had a, a, a ratchet on him and he had a bulletproof vest. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'll see you there in a couple minutes. So when I left the club, I ended up going all the way down the main street, a main avenue. Mm-hmm. And I see all the sirens and the cops, you know, makes a long story short. I see his car there and I see somebody with a blanket on top. So I'm thinking he may be clapped at somebody, you know, and I go to the club where we we're supposed to meet up. The next club, yeah. he wasn't he wasn't there. So I'm on state parole. The next day they come, my parole officer, yo, you know, Angel Torres. And and I was like, nah, I don't know what you talk about. Well, you, you, you called him. This is your man. Like, what you mean? You know, we know you. Damn. You was with you was with him last night. I was like, yeah, you know. But I'm thinking in my head, he killed somebody. Yeah. So I don't want to say too much. And uh, my parole officer said, yeah, he was gunned down last night. And uh, damn, you know, it's an unsolved murder till this day. You know. Damn. And, and, and you know, I know who did it and whatever, you know, assumptions and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, not now I could talk about it. So he the he had got killed, but the hit was for me. Wow. They put a they put a contract for my head. The dude gave up ten thousand or whatever, you know. And I found this out on the long run. You mm-hmm. know, so he died. I ended up going back upstate, which was my last time. Yeah. I did. I did three flat and came home 2012. So when I'm coming home 30 days before I come home, I'm like, man, you know, I go step foot on, on you know, I wet my feet, like they say on land, and I go get a, 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 a you know, a gun, a ratchet. And uh, I protect myself. So I go, it was not even a couple weeks. So I stayed down low key. Yeah. And I, and I went to a barber shop. So I'm in the barber shop. But before this happened, you know, I, I, it says it in my book, but before this happened, I was in solitary confinement for a year, that year before I was supposed to come home mm. for, for something I didn't do. So uh, a correction officer gave me a Bible. So I, that's when I started and I left the gang, but I was in solitary confinement. Yeah. So basically my thought was, I'm not coming back to jail because the only way I go back to the gang is if I go back to jail. Yeah. when you... You're pretty much in the street. You you live. You gotta put so, you gotta put the work. Yeah, you gotta put in the work. Got, yeah, it is you what it is, work. you know. And it's like they say, once a king, always a king. So yeah. when I when I went home, I'm in the barber shop and I asked the barber, you know, real I say, hey, you know, what's such and such? You know, and the dude's name was was Eggy, the mm. one that put the hit out on me. He's in jail doing that. But check this out. I asked the barber, yo, what's Eggy? He's like, Oh, Eggy's in jail. He killed his own brother in law. Damn. So I'm like, 
I'm like, but before I went home, I asked God, I said, I got enemies. So they, they, they want me dead. My man's already dead. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, so when I, when that happened, it just dawned on me. I was like, man, this had to be God speaking to me. That's crazy. It, 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 it's, it's no coincidence whatsoever. You know what I mean? Because biblically, biblically, even the Bible says it, that God will take 10 lost souls to gain one soul for his kingdom. He, yeah. he will, yeah. you know, he's, He's he's the God of good and the and the God of, of wrath, you know? And I strongly believe that. And that's what put the fear of God in me. Because it wasn't state parole, it wasn't federal parole, it wasn't me getting shot at, it wasn't me shooting nobody, it wasn't none of that. Yeah. The, yeah. Sy- the system totally fell in and out. It was born, <laughs> it was that's born. crazy. That's how I pretty much stopped everything I was doing, you know? Yeah, well, blesses on that, bro. Like that's that's something that you you just had to learn that, you know what I'm saying? And that's what the young generation doesn't understand, you know. And and on the show, sixty days in, right? I have to ask this question. This is one of my favorite shows. What made you want to go on a show like that? What what possessed you to do that? Oh man, listen, I, I'm gonna tell you. I never, I, I would see clips here and there of sixty days in, you know. Yeah living my life but I was the real 60 days in I was doing for real time so it never dawned on me so you know I'm I'm, I'm just living my life my family and they'll tell you ain't even tell you any of them and I have even told them when even when the whole last season was there all the cast members I didn't sign up for 60 days in they they found me through social media with like five, 10 followers that I had, you know? Yeah. And um, they reached out to me and they said, uh, hey, you want to do a 60 days in? So I was, I Googled real quick and I was like, this might be just a prank or something or somebody <laughs> playing with me. You know, go back to jail. Like, what are you yeah. doing? So make a long story short, you know, I, 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 I talked to my wife and I'm like, hey, you know, they got this show and, you know, they, they, they pay you and everything for it. And, um, you go to jail for 60 days. So pretty much she was like, well, that's on you. Cause she probably you, thought she was bugging. She probably thought yeah, she was bugging. But, yeah. but we Googled it and verified it and went through the, the paperwork and all that. And um, yeah. I was like, all right, you know, and um, I, I accepted it, but I didn't know it would bring back emotions that, that were pretty much, I, I pretty much shut out my mind for years, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I ended up doing it, and um, you know, I, I listened to my brother's advice, and he's in the Middle East right now in um, Iraq. He's coming back, missed, uh finishing his tour. Blessings on that. Me, yeah, he told me like yeah. this. He he says, "Listen, man, I I I I'm a man of 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 military war. You know, we don't believe in politics. We don't believe in none of that. We don't believe in jail. We believe in." country first. That's it. We protect our country and the Constitution. That's it. So he said, when you go in there, don't even look at the camera. Just act like the cameras are not there. Mm. So I I took his advice and I never looked at the cameras. No matter if the camera crew came in or or people even, yo, they put these cameras. I will just ignore it out my mind and just concentrate on the, the task at hand, which was you know, pretty much find out what's going on or whatever, you know, 
Yeah. And, and, and that's pretty much how we did. But there was cameras and microphones there and people might say, well, you know, it's snitching. Man, them dudes was on the phone telling on themselves all day. Like, you know, it's funny. Yeah. I, that's one of my that's one of my questions I was gonna ask. You. <laughs> I was gonna ask you that too. You know, what I'm saying like, you know, okay. So is this show real? Like, it, so you like it's a real jail? Like they take you in the pod? Yeah, in a real. It's one hundred percent real. It's, yeah, it's it's a real jail, and um, it was only a, it, the the show's been going on for so long that they try to take the most the most uh, rural areas of the country yeah. and try to, where people don't know, you know, and um, and pretty much like the, the back of the woods. So it was Arizona, Pinal County, and it's real. When you go in there, the inmates pretty much, the camera crew's already in there. They've been there two or three weeks, so they're already like, oh no, it's a documentary, so they're just filming everything. That's but, crazy. But once they send people in one by one, yeah, they they, they kind of start figuring stuff up. Like, man, these camera crews keep coming in, and you know the inmates, so they start figuring out, asking questions. You know, yeah, yeah. But with me was, nah, this dude is tatted up. This dude, talks yeah, he's like, not, he's not a TV character. Yeah, he's not on nah, TV. Nah, not him. You know what I mean? And, and there was them dudes in there, you know, and even the way it had jumped off, but they edited exactly how everything jumps off. They leave some parts, but mm. they edit it pretty much, and it's real, though. It's it's a real jail. You know That's what crazy. I mean? That's crazy. Now, I have to ask this for the fans that want to know. Okay. The Discipline episode, were you disciplining Baca? Ikaika, yeah. excuse me. Ikaika. Ikaika. Ikaika, yes, yes, yes. Okay, was that real? Was that a real situation, bro? Yeah, it was a real situation, because th- you got to understand that my emotion was coming back from not a, a county jail, from like like they would say, like a cholo would say, the pinta or max prison. Yeah, so, yeah, you know. And I never made it to a camp or a low. No, I was always medium high or penitentiary. Damn, you know what I mean. Even yeah. my first time when I was locked up, the judge sentenced me to a max prison. He made sure he told the system send him to a max prison. Damn, this dude, this dude is, is, is sixteen, but he's. He's a menace to society. He, and they sent me to a max prison. And to me, to me, it was like, whatever. But I learned the race politics already. So when I'm there, they're playing them there. But real mm. hard, real hard. And they were not even playing the games. Like, bloods with bloods, crips with crips. Because it doesn't matter. It, up here in New York, if you're a blood, you could be a, a white blood, a black blood, a Puerto Rican blood, anything, you know. And yeah, yeah. So there, it wasn't the gangs. It was the race. No, so it's a, okay. So it was like, so with Ikaika, it was like, he, he was mixed. So he was, you know, I shout out to Ikaika. He's, he's doing good, too. He's out there. He's free. That's that good. Man, That's that man good. changed his life. And um, pretty much, it was like, yo, you, you got to choose a side. But in my mind, I'm thinking like, man, this dude might be going you know, upstate to a max prison or something. He's facing time. Mm-hmm. So it was like people in there instigating and, you know, and I'm like, man, whatever, you know, and, and, and make no mistakes about it. People might say, yo, you a coward, you hit him and this and that. I didn't hit him out of anger, you know, because I could have just used both hands. Yeah. It, was, it was more like, like I wanted to tell him straight up, like, bro, I'm on a TV show. I've done time. 
I cut people. Yeah, I stay, know. Out, stay out of the stay out the drama. Yeah, right. I'm like, mm-hmm. go home, man. Ain't no ramen noodles, man. Just go home, like you. <laughs> but I could. It was yeah. just the fr- the frustration that I couldn't say anything. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? At, at the end of the day, and I and and he understands that, you know. And I apologize to him. And those are parts that they, they left out. Oh, okay. Because I hugged him, I kissed him, and, and, and I apologized to him, and I cried. Hmm. The, that's the part A and E doesn't show. They only show the savage of me. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and I was a real good dude in there. Nah, uh, but it's I, but it showed though, because we knew because you were one of my favorite characters. Now the other guy, I forgot his name, the cop. The um, he, oh, he, he David, David, yeah. David, yeah, he was. I didn't like him too much, but I yeah, he was he was doing a little bit too much. But you were my favorite character on the show. Yeah, no, I, I I try to just be real and be myself. You know what I mean? Everybody pretty much that was on that show or ever been on that show was trying to figure jail out. I mm. was just pretty much like, man, how I could make a situation, have a situation and show the viewer this is how it really goes off. You know, and some people loved it, some people hated it, you know. And yeah. it was just, it was just, I, I wasn't there to to get followers, to do whatever. No, I went there, it was a blessing in disguise and, and, and it helped me, my family, you know. And, and mentally, it put me at another place because, you know, I pretty much changed from that. You know what I mean? I yeah. evolved to a place where I thought I left, but it never leaves you. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. I thought that, I thought you auditioned for that show. Like they they hit you up. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty much one of the first ones that they 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 that they find. They yeah. told me. They yeah. straight up told me. You know, and now I can speak about it. They straight up told me. You know, I sat there. Had dinner with the boss, the boss wow. of the boss. And he was like, yo, you the first one and pretty much you the one that catered and, and, and we specifically chose you. Wow, and that's we, crazy. We knew that that you pretty much were level-headed because you got to take a, a psychology test. They do a background on you to check who you are, make sure mm-hmm. you ain't you ain't no sexual predator, none of that. Yeah, and, yeah, you yeah. Know, they, I remember they even checked Puerto Rico and they were like, yo, there was somebody there with your name. Damn, that kills, wow. That killed somebody. Is that you? I was like, nah, I'm, I'm from New York. You better go. <laughs> My crimes yeah. is over here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and let me ask you another question too, bro. Like, um, the, the the producers of the show do they did they play did they play heavy on the race like the racial politics of the of the um jail or like was that already there? No, that was already there. Everything that's there, even from Atlanta to there, mm-hmm. even even in in uh, Arizona, even me being you know a little bit out and about, and I even saw a couple churches when we stood there and whatever, and you could tell that it's real hard body the yeah. race. The race thing embedded wow. in the in the, the the way Arizona is, you yeah. know, and you could even see that now shining in the politics and all that, yeah, you, yeah. you know, and, and it's like, man, like, wow, like, yeah. that's people crazy. Really live like that because New York is not like that. People yeah. just don't like you because New Yorkers just don't like nobody. They just or it's, get more out of my- a, or, or it's a money thing, more of a money thing in New York. Right, right, all right, yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. If you from Soho, you from Soho. If you from yeah. from from Soundview, you from Soundview. You know, <laughs> you know the difference. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And and now t- with snitching, snitching is a no no go in the jail system. It was a no go in the two thousands and a no go in the nineties. How do you right. feel about the snitching in today's society? It's it's running rampant. How do you feel about that? Right, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something real. 
Sorry, this is straight up real and and, and and people that really know me, not know me from the show or anything else, people that really know me from the streets that, you know, God mm-hmm. willing, they're still alive. But the dudes I hang with, you know, I got a friend right now that I know he got at least eight bodies and got away with it. Like, wow. straight up murder. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. he taking it to the grave with him. Like, straight yeah. stone cold murderer. And, um, that was my friend. And um, I remember one time I caught a case and I paid all this money, sold my cars, everything, I jewelry, I got the lawyer. And the lawyer said, you know what? You wasting your, your money and your time because you got a federal case. I said, yeah, I know, but how I get out of it, you know? He was like, man, all these dudes are snitching. Half of oh, these wow. dudes that, he was like, half of these dudes that come in here and they act like thugs and all that. They be he's telling. Like, he's like, they're telling. They, they, the money is just how do I tell and how do I sweep it under the rug? Yeah. That's all the money's for. So he was like, this ain't like before. Now you got some people that stand up and you know, but even now with hip hop and the way it is now, and I be seeing how people be like, oh no, you know, and Takachi 6ix9ine and this and that. Yeah. This, have these rappers, you put them in a the cell. Right, even <laughs> even even Lil, Lil Wayne, he was in PC, protected custody. That man can't live with wolves. Yeah. He's a sheep. He's a sheep. Like you could rap all you want and say all you want, but the the game pretty much is over. Like this ain't like before. They wiretapping you. Your your man's telling on whatever. I did five. Listen, I did five years on parole. Right, yeah. state parole, no violations, no nothing. Supervised release. Right. Post release, mm-hmm. post release for New York, the worst. And, and my even the supervisor of the parole wanted to lock me up, right? So my parole officer, he was good with me. And, and, yeah. and when I first came home, I was like, "Yo, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be honest with you, you know." And he tells me, he said, "People be trying to tell on you. People wow. be, you know, and you don't go to clubs, you don't do nothing, you're not out there, you're not hustling." He's like, "These dudes are on parole." snitching on you to get off a violation. Jesus. Wow. These I, dudes, yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. That, that's that's what crazy. even made me realize more like, oh no, I'm doing this straight five and I'm done with this. You're done with it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what's crazy, bro? Like like I said, OG, it's a lot. You know, I mean, I, me, me doing music, I see a lot and I've been like being behind the scenes, you see a lot. And you know what I'm saying? You just confirmed it for me. You know what I'm saying? Especially like, cause when I first started doing music, I'm like, how are all these guys getting all this money? And I had to ask somebody one time, I was like, are these guys telling on you? And this is like before, long before Takashi. And I'm yeah. like, are these guys out here telling on him? But you just, you definitely just confirmed it for me. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah like um, even even with Takashi 6ix9ine, people be like, oh, the, the feds been approached him. Yeah. It was, make no mistakes about it, even when he got kidnapped and he was recording it. The feds been knew about it. Yeah, they know that's about a, it. That's a, that's a Fed move, yo. We, you need to get it on recording. We're going to lock all these dudes up. Trust me. Whoever killed Takashi 6ix9ine, they burying them under the prison. Like, that's crazy. You you killed the agent. Like, your whole family is going to get their door taken down. Wow. You kill that, you kill that man. Yeah. And he knows this because that's like a gang, the feds. And even, even you got, you know, Casanova from Brooklyn. He, yeah. caught a case, he caught a case or whatever, you know. Hey, he, he been to prison, so he don't want to go back. He's already a millionaire. And mark my words, 
They're going to squeeze him. Either squeeze him. Or he's going to do the time, do his time. Yeah. You're going to have to do your time. Damn, that's that's rough. That's yeah, right. there's there's no more no more no more yeah. loyalty. Like people be like, oh, this and that. Like you just doing it for ratings. You just putting up a front for whoever you are on the radio or TV or whatever. Because if you're really out there in the street, man, these I seen murderers, capos, tell. That's like, crazy. Like straight up, look at the El Chapo. Who who yeah. told on him? A Nobody. A boss. Uh, boss. Somebody, because somebody had to know where he was at. Yeah, yeah, right. right. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. two headline kings from from Chicago. It was bosses that told on him. It wasn't yeah. the the bottom of the totem pole. It was kingpins. That's so, crazy. And, and you know what's funny? Like I, I work for the post office, and uh, my day job I work for the post office, and I'm like, yo, if people knew, if if I know what if I knew what I know about people, I can only imagine what the federal government knows about you. Like I, I can only imagine because I know what I know as a mailman about certain people. So I'm like, Whew. oh yeah, everything mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and you pretty much you could even Google a, 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 a pedophile or, or anybody online, and you know, even me, I had my own share of people harassing and all that, threatening all that. That's crazy. And, and you pretty much the way you move, you know, like mm-hmm. and the way the system is now, the feds already know what you're doing. Yep, they know it. They know like there's there's no they just give you the longevity and let you breathe, eat, because they don't want you when you bagging up nickel and dimes and they want you they want you to get they want you when you getting them bricks already because they know they could get the next man. That's crazy. You know, and that's how it is. They let you shine, get your bling, your they they know, they know, you know. And they know exactly when when to stop it. You know, it's even me when I got locked up. They knew. That there was a hit out on me, so mm. they knew. Let's just lock him up because we already know somebody want to kill him because they already had dude on phone tap. Damn. So it, it's like they know. It's a man. lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And one yeah. of my last, one of my last questions, um, OG, is, is this: uh, you know, on the show, you were very big on mentorship. Um, is that something that you just want to do down the line? That's that's what your focus is. Oh no, that's what that's not something I, I do down the line. I I, I try to like. Help anyone, period. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote, I ran two books. One of them is online on, on Amazon. Both of them are online. The Pastor's Son and Rise Up from the 700 Club. I even got a letter from, you know, one, the senior Gordon from the 700 Club. And I was, I've been doing it. I've been helping people. Like, if you ask me for a dollar in the street and you're homeless, I'm not going to sit here and record it and, and put it on, 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 on. Instagram and, and blow somebody's spot up. That's not me. If you're going to do something good from your heart, do it from your heart, not for a camera, you know. So when somebody asks me for a dollar or a meal or anything, you know, it's just in my heart because I know what hunger is and, and what being confined is, you know. And, and it's even with with with, with Khalif from Brooklyn when he committed suicide, you mm-hmm. know. He went to solitary confinement two, for two years in Rikers Island was through war and, and, and for a book bag. And yep. then he went he went home and he committed suicide. Yep. And, and I, I know this because I wanted to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. There's, not a, there's not a day that the devil doesn't attack me and puts that thought in my head. But I already know the consequences of that. So these young kids are now committing suicide like crazy and they don't talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. people don't talk about it because this is confinement being in quarantine and um it's something I want to push more 
but more raw. Like I want to for, to preach the gospel, but I want raw. I don't want fake. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's too many fake getting money people, oh, yeah. you know, in, in oh, church. Yeah. And, and I've had my my downfall with with pastors and all that because of that. Because I'm like, nah, you're not gonna puppeteer me for to cater for you. You know what yeah. I mean? I just help people, but. Mentoring definitely something I'm gonna keep doing, and I, I got a couple projects once I, I uh, this is over, and I even take the vaccine and start moving. But definitely, yeah, man, I just got my second dose today. Actually, it's kind of giving me a headache. <laughs> I just got my yeah, second no. dose today. Yeah, oh, it's no, strong. I'm waiting, I, I'm waiting for the one shot. I'm waiting for the Johnson Ooh. and Johnson. I'm already on lips. I, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting. No. Copy, copy. Good, 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 <laughs> good, good. And um, let me. My last question of the evening is um. Would you do a show like 60 Days In Again or would you do 60 Days In Again? I would do 60 Days In Again, but I'm going to tell you right now, they will have to send me in by myself. Ah, like, got you. I, I don't want I don't want groupies. I don't want thugs or, 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 or... Nah, just send me in by myself because I feel as if... I, I wanted to go out with a bang. Like, when that jumped off, I wanted to just... just let off, but I was like, man, I don't want to hurt nobody or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. But a lot of people be like, yo, you a coward, this and that. Listen, make no mistakes about it. I'm a man of God, but them dudes in there was not even a quarter half criminal of what I was. And pretty much, if I go in now by myself, I get more accomplished yeah. rather than having to worry about is somebody telling somebody else or whatever. Like, nah, man. Like for that, I take Takashi Six Nine with me and do it. Or 60 days in. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, man, we are out of here. Mr. AB, man, give, your, right. social, give your social media, brother. Thank you once again, OG. Thank you so much, bro. No problem. Abner 60 days in underscore is the only one I have. No other fake one. <laughs> copy, copy. <laughs> yeah, man, it's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast on 17 Podcast Networks on Monday nights, Dynasty Radio, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., the pregame party mix on YouTube, DJ Chase TV. And follow me on that Instagram, underscore DJ Chase. AB, thank you so much, brother. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. <laughs> Bless you. Come on, with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. Uh huh. DJ Chase got beat. Shiny floss. Zip. 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 We good outside. We good outside. We good outside. We good outside, even during quarantine, you know we good outside. Screaming BLM, so you know we still outside. Uh -huh. We good outside, we good outside, we good outside, we good outside, even during quarantine, you know we good outside. Screaming BLM, so you know we still outside. Uh -huh. We still outside, and I'm turning up. I'm always in a different bag, and I ain't letting up. Yeah, this flow is nuts. And simply can't be touched But ain't no telling when I feel like I'ma crank it up So get about your feelings, man, my team Always winning, why you always think I'm grinning And these ways always spinning And I'm always gonna be spending Cause my account ain't never pending But I really don't be lending Ain't scared to change, so I'm blending, huh? You see my fit? Yeah, you know it's me You see the shoes? 
yeah, I keep them clean. Eating good and everything else in between. So when I say I'm outside, that's just what I mean. We good outside. We good outside. We good outside. We good outside. Even during quarantine, you know we good outside. Screaming BLM, so you know we still outside, huh? We good outside. We good outside. We good outside. We good outside, even during quarantine, you know we good outside. Streaming BLM, so you know we still outside. I talk the talk, and I walk the walk. Teaching all you rappers, but I don't need the job. Feeling strong like Popeye when he eat his spinach. You see the T on me? Yeah, that's Brooklyn Vintage. All about black business, cause I like to see black winners. Bad chick with me while we at dinner, but I didn't meet her on Tinder. Met her through a friend named Linda. She a real one, no pretender. Still slimmer, hell of a night, she gon' remember The go-to guy, yeah, I get it done I'm with all the smoke, Brooklyn never run Eating good and everything else in between So when I say I'm outside, that's just what I mean We good outside, we good outside We good outside, we good outside Even during quarantine, you know we good outside Screaming BLM, so you know we still outside, huh? We good outside we good outside, we good outside, we good outside, even during quarantine, you know we good outside, streaming BLM, so you know we still outside. Yeah.